Global Eco Energy sell and install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial, and public sector customers. With access to a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage, air source heat pumps, and eco garden makeovers, we offer a bespoke service tailored to your exact needs. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global eco.co.uk. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Contact the team now to help make your home more energy efficient. Let's go! Well, we got there last night, 2-2 at the end in Georgia. We were one down, then one each, two one down, then two each. Lauren Shanklin, the man we've been talking about for months, Barry, here on this station. He got the goal. The switch worked towards the end. Yeah, it did. Um, he came on late on in the game for, for London Dykes and, and certainly made an impact, Paul. It looked as if we were going to go um, four games um, defeated, but a great substitution, you've got to say, by Stevie Clark and, and Lorne Shanklin now is he's put himself right in the frame to go to Germany. But says it all along, Paul, um, he's just not a, a natural goal scorer. I think his all-round game has, has come on leaps and bounds over the last year or so. And Mark, the big news is Erling Haaland took a knock last night. Do you think he'll play on Sunday against Scotland? No, I don't. I don't think. Yeah, I think there'll be a bit of pressure on him to to withdraw. You know, Man City massive game against Liverpool next weekend. Paul, it's a nothing game for Norway, so I wouldn't expect to see Erling Haaland at Hamden on Sunday night. If you're watching last night, give us a call. Oh eight oh eight seventeen seventeen seven hundred. Scotland fans, you can speak to the former Scotland captain Barry Ferguson and the former Saint Mirren goalkeeper. Mark Guidi <laughs> or if by surprise you want to he's, speak he's to me money name, that, that's not going to happen tonight he's, he's money name, it's Mark. a Friday Steve Clark said afterwards he hit out at uh, Georgia's shenanigans Barry that's a word you don't hear too often in football yeah the, did listen, you agree yeah yeah look the, the role about but listen most European nations or European uh, teams do that it's something you've got to deal with at times, yeah, it's frustrating, no doubt about it, but it's something, as, as I said, you come up against um, and you just need to go on with it. Mark, what did you make of the behaviour of the Georgians? Did it, I know you watched it. We were on live, of course, with Andy Walker and Stephen McGinn. You yeah, caught up in it. What it, do you think? I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's annoying, it's frustrating. I, I get it when you're, when, you're out, when you're out in the pitch, but then that's where you need the, the officials to be strong, Paul, and the Macedonian referees at Matrav, who's called Alexander Matrav, no up to it um, and when you look at you know some of the decisions against our Scottish clubs in Europe this season Paul the standard of refereeing is appalling you think some of the decisions against Aberdeen one or two um, against Celtic um, and you think no they're, they're, they're not um, they're not up to it and I thought Scott McTominay's interview after the game he's highlighted it um, and uh, it's, it's, it's not good enough Spain, of course, 3-1 win last night at Cyprus. So the table looks like this after seven games. Spain are top with uh, 18 points. Scotland after the seven, 16 points. Norway on 10. Georgia on 8. Cyprus on Nilpuan. Barry, I still love the sound of that. It's brilliant, isn't it? Spain 18, Scotland 16, Norway 10. Yeah, and, and you've got to give them credit. I mean, two games to go, already qualified. Um, and they've been excellent. Well, no doubt about it. Um, and last night, for me, look, it wasn't the best performance, but do you know what? It showed a bit of character as well. I know the manager made the change, but the, the, the players kept going um, and they got that, that vital goal. And then I was thinking, listen, there was still three or four minutes on the clock. Wouldn't surprise me if, if we got a, a winning goal here. But overall, listen, it's been a brilliant campaign. 
we're in Germany I think we've got a real good team at this moment in time and when you look at the bench as well and you look at the players that were missing last night I mean, probably out of the five players that were missing four of them for me are 100% starters Hickey, Robertson, Tierney and Gunn albeit I know Craig Gordon is the number one but he's been out injured for a, a lengthy a lengthy time but if you look at the squad there's there's real good quality and there's um, even on the bench and even as I said with the players missing so we're in a good place at this moment in time Mark you've watched football all over the world for a number of years were you surprised Andy Walker Stephen McGinn and myself last night were a bit surprised that he didn't shake it up and I haven't mentioned it to Barry but his nephew Lewis mm. we thought he might have been on from the beginning what did you feel? Yeah, I thought it could have been yeah a wee bit um, nothing against. For example, John McGinn, Cal McGill yeah. put playing playing the ninety yeah. minutes, and, and they're both inspirational players. Scott yeah. McTominay yeah. chipping them a goal, but yeah, I would have liked. For example, Lewis Ferguson, uh, yeah, Kenny McLean never lets you you down um, either. But yeah, I thought Billy Gilmer did get a start and he was taken off um, at half time. We can probably feel a wee bit unlucky about that, but certainly for Sunday night, Paul. Moving on, bearing in mind that, that, that John McGinn and, and Cal McGregor have both played in the engine room for 90 plus minutes, um, I would look at freshening it up a wee bit. And, and that's nothing against the boy. They, they, they'll play, they'll be desperate to play and it'll be a, a party night at Hamden in front of 50,000 on Sunday. But I would like to see, uh, for example, I'll name two, um, Lewis Ferguson starting in the middle of the park and Lorne Shankland starting up top. I'd like to see... Uh, for sure those two uh, getting a chance Barry you're not going to say no to that what did you feel last night when he wasn't on from the beginning I, I was disappointed Paul if I'm being honest yeah. not just because he's he's my nephew he's a relation um, I, I just thought he'd have been given the chance because we've qualified and I totally get that we want to win every single game we, we enter but Mark's mentioned that guys like Callum McGregor and John McGinn Scott McTominay are certain starters for me you know what they can do and then you just got to look forward and think, right, what if something touch wood happens to them in terms of an injury or, or whatever? Can these players that are on the sidelines go in and, and do their bit? So, yeah, I, I was um, a bit disappointed. But listen, he got the second 45 minutes. He, he did okay, but it's always difficult coming into a game, Paul. Um, I would rather see um, Lewis start and, and hopefully he gets the nod in, in Sunday against Norway. And Mark, what about Lauren Shankland? Could he be on the move? You know, there's speculation that he could go bigger than Hearts. Hearts are a big club, but it's not Rangers, it's not Celtic or somewhere elsewhere. Could you see a big offer coming in for him? Yeah, yeah, I can. I think Hearts are going to have bids to deal with in January. Uh, Paul, I don't think there's any doubt um, about that. And even if he didn't score last night, um, I think his form uh, for Hearts um, has been brilliant since Craig Gordon's been out when he was made captain by Robbie Nielsen and his staff. It was a wonderful move. I think that's really helped him mature and grow up, show leadership, all-round play. He knows how to score a goal in the Scottish game with his eyes shut. Um, and I said the other night there, minimum, minimum £3 million. Absolute minimum. And uh, even at that, at 28, you're going to get five good years out of him. For me, it's a no-brainer. Stevie's been on a Celtic fan saying, why don't Celtic nip in? and sign Lauren yeah. Shanklin do you think that they would would Brendan Rodgers want him because we know Celtic are going to be short strikers in January yeah. because of the Asian Cup yeah he'd have to be on the radar Paul I'd be very surprised if he's not on the radar because I don't expect Celtic to be in Europe after Christmas so what would you be looking at him for you're looking at him for the, the domestic trying to do the domestic double is win the league hold on to the league championship and win the Scottish Cup again can Lauren Shanklin make a contribution in a Celtic team domestically 100% I don't think there's any doubt about that but it's unusual if you look at Celtic's model 
unusual for them yeah. to go for players under their noses. I think maybe the last one was was David Turnbull before that, Greg Taylor. But there's some brilliant players. I mean, there's some great young players in in, in the Scottish game. Um, but at the moment, they seem to be ignored. But maybe uh, maybe Lon Shankland will emerge as one. Barry, you've long said you're surprised that Rangers didn't come in for mm-hmm. them. Are they going to come in in January? Uh, well, you'd need to ask the, the manager that, Paul. Would I like to see that happen? Of course I would. I, I think he would be good enough, certainly domestically, to play with Rangers. No disrespect to Hearts, but Rangers create a lot more chances um, in games of football. And if you supply Lon Shanklin with a ball inside the box, more often than not, he's going to put it in the back of the net. Um, so... Yeah, but I, I agree with Mark. I think there will be a fair bit of interest and it'll be it'll be um, interesting to look to see who um, comes in from or where he ends up. But he's got a contract with Hearts. I think it's got another two and a half years left in it, so they can they can ask for, for top dollar. But I think he's worth um, the two and a half, three million pound that's getting spoken about. And it happens now and again, doesn't it? Every uh, number of years. Scott Brown, they said many years ago that Rangers wanted him. Celtic got him. I'm sure it's happened the other way as well. Barry, if he went to Celtic, how would you feel? <laughs> what do you want me to say? Yeah, just, oh, just I'd be delighted, you. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be absolutely delighted. No, listen, of course you want to see my ex-club sign players and, and I've spoken about it many times. I, I think the Scottish players playing in the Premier League do get overlooked yeah. at times and we've mentioned they missed it. the boat with your nephew I mean yeah, Rangers 100%. really messed up big time they missed they could have got him for what the guts of 2 million quid mm-hmm. and you know look at him now I mean he's he's, he's 20 million yeah, pounds yeah but we can go on Hickey yeah. Josh Doig Lyndon Dykes even at, yeah. at Livingston um, and obviously we go Rangers go and Celtic go and look elsewhere and listen they've got every right to, to do that don't get me wrong, there has been good players signed with both Rangers sure. and Celtic. But if both of them are looking for a striker who knows the Scottish game inside out, who for me has improved so much over the last year, then Lorne Shanklin for me. Sean's on the line. Good evening, Sean. Do you think Lorne Shanklin could be for Rangers? I've, I've, said, I've even said when he's been on the show, I take Shanklin to Rangers in a heartbeat. The guy is Scotland's best striker. Uh, I'd have played Shanklin for the start, but we go we go to the point. I take Shanklin to Rangers in a heartbeat, and I don't think you would actually get many people in the gla- uh, the blue side of Glasgow would disagree. I think Shanklin is go where it takes, and I think he would even score more goals if he does become a Glasgow Rangers. Mm-hmm. He can go to he can go to the English Championship because I don't think Shanklin would go to Celtic. That's just my view. Why? I just don't know. I think Shanklin. I don't know. I just think yeah. Shanklin would go to Rangers or he would go to like a kind of some team in the English Championship. That's just my view of it, Mind, uh, Paul. Mind you, and I know. I think I believe from what I read. You know, he was a, a Rangers fan, and that's great. But if Celtic come in with a huge offer, you know, a bigger offer, um, and if they wanted you. Um, you may well go we don't know <laughs> why are you looking at me that, no because you've, you've answered that one I Mark, don't think it would happen no. if they come in for me I'm honest yeah. <laughs> I, I want to have a life Paul yeah well but that's different though because you uh, you know, you're well, a Rangers well, I'm, I'm, I, I know you are exactly yeah. Yeah. for something that Lon yeah. Shanton I, I mean I, I know Lon Shanton to say hello to um, would he sign yeah. for sale I'd, I'd imagine you've yeah. got to look after your family if it's yeah. a if it's a life changing salary you know you're trebling yeah. quadrupling 
your money it's a, it's a no-brainer you've yeah. been professional and, and you you go there's been plenty of uh, Rangers fans going yeah. and played for Celtic sure. plenty of Celtic fans that have gone um, uh, and played uh, for Rangers so listen I don't think it's a, a no, problem sure. in this day and age you go and look after yourself he's 28 he'll be on a lovely contract at Hearts but there's no doubt when you hit that kind of form if you think you know, there's, I've, I've got one big deal left in me. I'm hot just now. I'm absolutely hot. Hearts are getting getting a big offer as well. They they bought them for a million. Could sell them for whatever, at least trebling their money. So, yeah. Great business. Great. Yeah. Sean, after the draw last night, felt like a victory almost, didn't it, Sean? The, you know, getting the late, late goal. Well, yeah, in my house, I was jumping about my day. It's not that Stephen Scott did. I think the score was at 91 minute, 92. I'm yep. not 100% sure because. Yep. Yeah, I was like, I actually think Scott might end up going on and winning it, but uh, yeah. I thought Scott won it their best. Uh, I'm not going to lie, but uh, look forward to Sunday. Um, hopefully we get something on Sunday, but the main thing is, I've heard people say, at least we're in the Euros, um, yeah. hopefully we get a good draw and see where we go for there. But yeah, it's, it's happy times. And Nathan Patterson, you saw him again, obviously as a Rangers fan. You'd be pleased to see him. Yeah, oh, definitely. It was good to see him and uh, that and Gilmore as well. Yep. So, and what uh, Barry says about Lewis Ferguson now, I played him for the start. I think he'll probably start on Sunday to start. And that's another player I would love Rangers to sign. But unfortunately, uh, to, to sign Lewis Ferguson has probably got to be a lot of money and we probably need new owners today. That's unfortunately Lewis Ferguson will probably not come to Rangers and that's a wee bit gutter but we need to look at um, um, the finance of the club so that's my view on that one Thanks Sean good start to the weekend though isn't it with Scotland it almost felt like a win last night didn't it Barry the fact that it was so late you know we could have lost out but we often score late in the game with Scotland Yeah I mean that's been a try we've done it in Norway Yep, uh, Paul so that's a sign of a good team um, when the they keep going to the very end and, and that's certainly something that Steve Clark's installed into this, this group of players um, and even looking at the game as, as Sean mentioned there it wasn't the best performance but I did feel even when it was coming towards the end that we would um, get back in it and listen to the substitution that he's made because um, is it Jacob Brown he yeah. come on, he's come on a, a few times lately in the, the friendly games and looked apart so it'd have been easy for Steve Clark to put him on but listen he's he's obviously identified he had to get a goal and listen one thing Lauren Shanklin is he's a goal scorer and he came on and he certainly made a, an impact Well you said it Barry at the beginning he's definitely going to be on the plane Angus Gunn and he'll be fit mm-hmm. for you know, the next games not in time for Sunday Mark looking at you as a former goalkeeper how did he do last night Sander Clark how could he have saved either of the, the goals? I don't think there's I don't think you could say you would have expected him to save them. Had had he saved any of them, Paul, you'd be talking like world class yeah. um stop. So there's been there's been no obvious um errors in there. Um but I think I, I, if I'm Steve Clark, um I'm looking at, at Craig Gordon trying to get back as as soon as possible. Um now obviously he'll need to try and get back into the Hearts first team, so he's going to have to dislodge Xander Clark to do that, which won't be an easy task. Um but certainly you want as much competition as possible. Craig Gordon's got big game experience, Paul. Yeah. There's no substitute for that. You know, he could go there and be a part of it. And, you know, if he can reproduce after his injury the form that he's shown before, he makes world class saves. He makes he makes saves that win you games. Um 
and at the moment I think Scotland could be doing with that so I, I keep an eye on Craig Gordon let's see how that one develops Barry what would you say yeah if he's if he gets back fit 100% and he gets back playing with hearts he's a certainty for me to be in the, the, the plane there's no doubt about it whether he, he will start because I've got to be honest with you I've been impressed with Angus Gunn I like the look of him um, very confident good with the ball at his feet good shot stopper he's a presence in the nets but for me Craig Gordon if um, he gets back fit and playing which I hope he does because I still think there's a fair bit of football left in him then um, he goes to Germany Who were the winners for you last night from a Scotland point of view Barry who impressed you most from the Scotland lineup. Um, I, it's a hard one to Yeah, say. it is a hard one because I've seen us better. Yeah. Um, but listen, the sign of good team is certainly international football. When you play away from home, you come back with at least something. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what the, the Scotland team done. Um, I've seen us better, no doubt about it. Um, it's a bit slow in the first half. Yeah, and it's a different formation as well, Paul. Yeah. We, we went with we four at the back, back where yeah. we used to playing three at the back. But you've yeah. got to bear in mind the players that we're, miss, we're yeah, missing. Sure. Our captain, we're missing for me our best player, Kieran Tierney. Um, so you've got to take that into account. Hickey's a, a big player for us as as well. Um, and we've just mentioned Angus Gunn, who's been excellent since he's come into the, the starting 11. Um, so if you take that all into account and there was a, a change of formation, I'm happy enough with coming back for Georgia with a point. I think to, to, to play the back three, we need Tierney and Robertson. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the only way it works, yeah. you know. Otherwise, I think we're exposed defensively, and I think Hickey's wonderful uh, in the right hand side. Then it's just whatever other two that Steve Clark would decide to go with, um, and beside um, Kieran Tierney, you know, Ryan Porteous, Scott McKenna, mm -hmm. Liam Cooper, Jack Henry, um, you know, there, there, there's and then John Souter's out injured now, and John Souter, I'm a big fan of John Souter, so I think one of those guys won't be on the plane. One of those centre halves are going to. If not, you're going to miss out depending on the, the injury situation. Yeah. But certainly with, with Robertson and Tierney, that's as good a left side as, as any nation um, in Europe. And if those two are fit and ready for the Euros, we've got a right good chance. Playing with the back four, I thought we looked a bit vulnerable at times on the counter-attack when Georgia were, were breaking forward. And when you've got that three there, it's, it's right across the back line. It makes it tougher for opponents to get through. Um, so I thought there was spaces that Georgia did feed into and got a bit of joy um, from but I'll go back to it listen change information missing yeah. such important experienced players as well Paul got to remember that these guys have, have played a hell of a lot of games for Scotland what did you make of Cavarcelia which I almost said thank there. god you said that no. <laughs> there's something about that in my yeah, he looks a special talent he? yeah, yeah he's, he's, um, he's in everything wasn't he yeah he was yeah. And he's got a wee bit about him he's a bit nippy as well which I, I quite like he's there was a few tackles going on and he, yeah. he was getting stuck in about it and I quite like that but listen he's, he's definitely got um, brilliant qualities about him and a um, couple of goals as well I mean what did they go for to Napoli what was it 60 yeah 60 I, mean, no, I think that's what people are looking at look, yeah. yeah oh they got him for a steal uh, they got him for an absolute yeah. steal yeah. but you can see why clubs are yeah. interested in him he's definitely got something about him he's got brilliant qualities in terms of dribbling he can score goals and as I said he's got that nippy side about him which I like Mark how much do you think he's worth now because they I mean they love him in Napoli but yeah I mean yeah. I think he's you know he's upwards of of 60-70 million um, isn't he uh, can you probably see him 
go to the, the English Premier League, that's where they kind of tend to, to end up. But, um, you know, he's he's at Napoli um, at the moment. Have they just changed manager again? Did the boy just know? Yep. Am I getting mixed mm-hmm. up? No, they just get sacked. They brought in a new guy, no, Mazzari. No. no, am I getting mixed up? Was it Lazio? Lazio, sorry. Or is it? Yeah, they got him for 10 to 12 million pounds. Sorry, it was an absolute steal, yeah. wasn't it? Absolutely. So it's great, great yeah, business. Sure. Um, great yep. business by, by Napoli, should yep. they choose to, to let him go probably next summer. You're like me. Do you yeah. get mixed up with Napoli? Aye, that's that's so. was it? Somebody <laughs> changed their manager during the week there. It was yeah, Lazio. Was it Lazio? Tell I'll, me I'm right. We'll keep you right up to date. Please, we'll check. <laughs> the Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Free quotes for solar PV, battery storage, and heat pumps. Let's go. Go Radio Football Show. It's the evening after Scotland drawing 2 2 in Georgia. That's the first time we've emerged with points, isn't it? From. Georgia, so too often we've come away with nothing whatsoever. Missing the domestic football as well, though. Yeah. We're not going to lie, are we? Down in England, of course, the news today is that Everton 10-point deduction mm. immediately under the, the FFP. So we might talk about that and what it's going to mean down there. But let's go back on the lines. Big Rangers fan is on. Derek, Derek, good evening. Uh, Paul, good evening. Good evening, panel. Good uh, evening. Hi, Derek. Think, I don't think Lauren Shankman is good enough for Rangers. I do three million pounds. He's not worth three million pounds. Last year he scored was it fourteen penalties. So I almost scored ten goals from open play last year. That's not that good a return. He's clearly a bang average team and he's a bang average player and he wouldn't get in Rangers all Celtic, I don't think. You've got to remember in Scottish football, every man's back behind the ball. There's no space. I don't think Ron Shanklin's got the brains to find that space. I don't think he's good enough. I, I, dis- yeah. I, I disagree yeah. with Derek I, yeah. I think Lauren Shanklin would be good enough to play with Rangers I, yeah. I just look in the past that Rangers have signed players from Scottish clubs Chris Boyd Stephen Naismith Billy Dodds um, Kenny Miller and I'm not saying he's as good as them but I think over the past year he's certainly improved and, and for me he's a goal scorer and he'll get more opportunities playing with a, and not yeah. being disrespectful to Hearts playing with a better team create more chances I do think personally um, he would be a good signing for Rangers Mark 10 goals at Hearts I suppose is good maybe not outstanding but it's different if you're playing at Rangers or Celtic what yeah. do you feel about Lorne Shankland well first of all or... I want to defend Lorne Shankland because yeah. I think your comments Derek I think you really need to choose your words more carefully Derek and don't be dis- disrespectful to people in football for a player that's just scored a goal for Scotland last night and been a, a seasoned campaigner for, for the best part of a decade to say that he's bang average and to say he doesn't have the brains to go and play for Celtic and Rangers, you're really, really disrespectful and I think you should take those comments back. He's a right good footballer and I think he would do well at a Celtic or a Rangers. He's doing well for Hearts. He's banged in goals everywhere he's been. So listen, if you don't rate the guy, that's fine. But just be better with your words, Derek. Aberdeen, Belgium, didn't do very well there, did it? Yeah, but... The minute he used to move up... Yeah, but what I'm saying is, Derek, that's fine. If you don't rate him, that's fine. But be more respectful when you're choosing your words. That's what I'm saying. And can you explain what you meant when you said about Celtic had positions against them in Europe? What positions? Sorry, what was that? I, I didn't hear you right say there, again, Derek. Derek. You, you, say, you, you say that Celtic had positions against them in Europe this season. What positions were you talking about, Mark? Uh, what decisions were talking about? Off the top of my head, I don't think that... Uh, Laga Bielka's was a was a second yellow which led to his his red card. A bit of naivety. I don't think it was a second yellow. And I think 
Maeda, that was a, a 50-50. I don't think it was a clearing obvious error for VAR to overturn. Had the referee given a straight red at the time, then fine, I don't think VAR would have I don't think it would have been right to overturn it to a yellow. So that's two that, that just spring to mind off the, the top of my head. And uh, but go back to my point about Lon Shank, because I know you're trying to deflect. Go back to my point. Do you not think you should I'm choose your words more carefully? No, because he's a very average player. And you don't and what about he's your good. comment? He's not got the brains to play for Celtic or Rangers. That's that's a shocking well, comment well, to make, Derek. No, it's not a shocking comment. Of course, he's it not is. Well, if you don't think he's good enough, that's different from saying he doesn't have the brains yeah. to play yeah. for Celtic or Rangers. It's to totally disrespectful, and you don't even know the lad. Have you ever spent any time in his company? <laughs> he's, not gonna, he's not good enough. He's not got the brains to find space. Ah, Derek, do you know what? Sometimes just be, just sometimes just be man enough to hold your hands up, and clearly you can't do that. That's a shame for you. No, it's, it's a fact that reality is not good no, enough. No, it's not. Choose your words more carefully. <laughs> it's one thing not being good enough. Hearts are not getting three more getting bound for a match for certainty. All right. And that's why Rangers and Celtic don't touch these players. Because the minute they know Rangers and Celtic's in, they bump, the, the, the bump it up to the extra... Uh, uh, sorry, money. How much do they sit? How much do they sit? How much do they sit? A million. Yeah. A million. Yeah. 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 A poor time in Belgium. Oh, There's yeah. no doubt. But listen, he came back and and Robbie Nielsen's took the punt on him for a fair bit of money for Hearts yeah. at this mm. time. But he's come back and I, yeah. I, I'll be honest. I, listen, he was good before he left. I think he's better since he's come back. Absolutely. That's what I was going to say there. When and I take your point. I think Mark makes a good point. I've watched you him live, know. Paul. He's got better. I, I've watched him live a couple yeah. of times and I, I can see it as an all-round footballer. He's matured in my eyes into a very good. Footballer, yeah, he was yeah. good before he went because I like players that go to Aberdeen. Derek mentioned he was at Aberdeen and he struggled to get let go. He got freed as a youngster. He went down to League One, where United and scored goals in League One, get the League One Player of the Year. Went up into the Championship, done United, signed him. He's worked his way up, um, got the move, which was a money a game changer in terms of salary going to Belgium, which. You don't deny him the, the opportunity yeah. to go because it's a short career. He went there, struggled a bit, but he came back and I think the, the couple of years he's been back at Hearts. Um, been great. He's, he's been, been one of the best players for Hearts yeah. and one of the most important players for Hearts. And, and you look at his performance at Ibrooks, Derek, I don't know if you were at the game a couple of weeks ago, he scored a goal. Look how clever he was to peel off at the back post and look at the way he linked the game up uh, for Hearts. And, and sorry, I'm just getting back to it. It really... You're, you're really out of order yeah, yeah. So it does need right. the, the, but you really are Derek honestly you, and I can't right. believe you've, you've you, made don't, that you don't retract that yeah. Derek you're passionate about the game you don't know him personally so anyway yeah listen, listen it's, it's all I, about I opinions Derek I, two minutes it's all about opinions Derek yeah. clearly yeah. doesn't like him yeah, sure. me you ask my opinion yeah. I think yeah. Lorne Shanklin if he signed with Rangers I think could Score goals. A right good job and score goals. Yeah. And I get Derek's point, teams come and sit back, they do, but see if you look generally in terms of the amount of chances Rangers or Celtic create in a home game, what, 25, 30 chances they'll create. And if somebody like Alon Shanklin's inside the box, I think he could he, he could score goals, which Danilo is doing at this moment in time. Yeah. When he's come in, played through the middle, he certainly looked apart, but in terms of Lorne Shanklin, I think he could go up a level. And I know Hearts are a big club, but if you're talking Rangers or Celtic, in my opinion, he could play there. Derek, are you happy with Danilo now? 
Do you think you're getting... Rangers do need another striker, Paul. Mm. Uh, I don't think Lauren Shanklin would be the answer for Rangers. And uh, you've got to remember, every man's back behind the ball. I just don't think that he could take that step up to Rangers or Celtic. Is Dezers going to make it, do you think? Do you think Dezers will make it for you? Well, if you look at Mark Hartley and Alan McCoy, he struggled at the start. That's true. So I'm hoping that maybe with the new manager and the, the new manager knows him that he might turn it round. He looks a bit slow to me, but Paul, he, he needs to build up his fitness. Mm. He's a bit slow off the mark. Can you do much on that, Barry? If you've not got blistering pace, you don't have it. What do you yeah, feel I'm about sure the manager work hard on him? Yeah. One thing you can't deny about the big man is he works his backside yeah. off. I tell he you, cares. he yeah. cares. He wants to do yeah. well. Listen, yeah. I was at the game on Sunday, and and listen, I know his goal wasn't the best of goals you'll ever see, but he was in the right place at the right time. Made a good run. It's been in the back of the net. But one thing about him is he's a real, real team player, real unselfish stuff. He does during the game in, in terms of closing down centre defenders, uh, central defenders and fullbacks. But I, ho- I hope, see, just because of his attitude, you you played a, an interview with him a couple of weeks ago, and he grew on me, yeah. and it showed me how much yeah. he wanted to to do well for Rangers. So I hope that the big man turns out to be a a good signing for Rangers. But in terms of the now, the number the number one centre forward that Rangers is Danilo. He's yeah. he's certainly impressed me over the last couple of weeks, Derek. Uh, uh, Barry, I'm up in a cafe in Lancaster Main Street uh, next Friday, so you'll need to pop in for a free roll and a coffee, <laughs> and I'll knock along a cheerleader again. Uh, <laughs> you like going for yourself, Paul and Mark. Thanks, Derek. Mate, take you up in that. Milk and cheese. Our, our old sausages, did you say? <laughs> I'm up in Larkhall. Yeah. Most days, I'll be there. I've not been for a while. So. <laughs> Derek, I'll, Derek, I'll bring Lon Shankly with me. Right, OK. <laughs> <laughs> right, Cheers, Derek. Thanks very much. Cheers. You too. Cheers. Cheers. Peace has broken out at the end of it. No, it's just, I'm <laughs> watching, I'm listening. There's all about opinions, sure. but I do yeah. get where Mark's no. coming, fail us. No, yeah. Derek's just been on. He, he doesn't fancy him as a player. No, sure. that, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 listen, and we respect I can, that. Yeah. I can take that. Um, sure. But in my opinion, and we've spoke about him, I, I think he's a he's a very good player. Where's that going to be in? Larkhall, Barry, do you know where the shop is? I'll be honest yeah. with you, I, yeah. no, I, I don't, but there's, okay. a, there's a couple of good... Um, Coffee, Coffee shops, shops yeah. okay, and and that call. <laughs> we just come live for the next yeah, week. Maybe could be, could be like, could be arranged. I All tell right, you, I'm getting uh, a free bill. Certainly, man. Oh wait, oh wait, seventeen, seventeen, seven hundred, and we've got some Scotland fans calling in now after the game last night. We mentioned Kieran Tierney and his importance for Scotland. Real Sociedad. He's there obviously on loan as we know he's injured at the moment but they're preparing apparently a £30 million bid now uh, for later well for January Mark um, the love affair with Arsenal's over for him isn't it yeah. the fans love him though yeah. down there, but it looks as though that's gone it wouldn't be a bad move for him would it going to La Liga well, yeah La Liga you know yeah. if, um, if they want to make the move permanent it gives him certainty in his um, career um, but he might want to wait and hold off see what his options are like Paul I don't know um, how he settled into life um, in Spain I'd imagine San Sebastian as you know is a beautiful part of the world so I'd find it hard you know not to enjoy life uh, there you know the, I've, I've been over to, to Sociedad a couple of times when Mikel Arteta um, was there and uh, Davy Moyes managed there lovely part of the world lovely bars lovely pace of life nice Michelin star Restaurants, but oh. just what we're talking about. Oh, did you get that in your expenses? The good food guide. It's it's lovely. So yeah, yeah to answer your question, if yes. Sociedad, yeah. you'd imagine they would fancy him. I know he's yeah. injured just now, but he's, as Barry says, he's a top. 
quality player and at 30 million quid 26 years old in the current that, market I think that's very good I, value I was, just, I was just about to say that 26 years of age I, you'd think he's been about for the last 10-15 yeah. years um, I, but do you know what I'm baffled why um, Mikel Arteta let him go I, 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 don't, I still don't get it mm. um, I know he's out injured now but for me he's a top player and 30 million quid in terms of if you look at the left backs that's been sold over the last 6 or 12 months that's a snip mm-hmm. an absolute snip is Mikel Arteta I mean he's been so successful what a player he was mm-hmm. is he hard to get to know because I would imagine he's got his own way of doing it and that's it yeah, and you've got to respect that Paul a manager yeah. will, will have his ideas and who he, he he wants and what type of players he wants and um, I'm just surprised because I, I don't know Kieran Tierney but he strikes me as a guy whose attitude is spot on. Yeah. Um, and he's he's a throwback. He's one of the guys you would want in your team. Yeah. Um, and I think that's something that, if you look at Arsenal, listen, Mikel Arteta's got a brilliant team at Arsenal. Yeah. But if you look at them, that's sometimes what they lack. Yeah. A bit of fire yeah. in, their, in their belly type player. But yeah, for £30 million, I'd be surprised if there's not a number of clubs looking at that. I wonder if he's doing a Lewis Ferguson, which is learning the lingo. Italian, obviously, for Lewis. Si, si, and uh, Spanish, therefore. you got a bit of Spanish yourself <laughs> up there. It's near France, isn't it? It's a beautiful part oh, of the country. Oh, near Biarritz. Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. Beautiful, yeah. yeah. That is nice as well. Just, it sure is. Just a wee jaunt, 30 yeah. minutes up there in Biarritz. Beautiful. <laughs> for Rangers fans, uh, Philippe Clement has, <laughs> has implemented individually tailored fitness programmes for the players. Uh, that's in the papers. We heard him the other day saying it here on the Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. He wasn't quite sure that's where it was being played but yeah he's, his attention to detail Barry seems to be really yeah but I mean he, he'd mentioned he was giving the players three days off yeah. to go away and spend time with their family because listen when you're playing three games a week Paul you don't get to see your family that often um, but it's clear when they're with their family they need to take 30 to 45 minutes away from them and go and do um, a bit of running so he's on them, and that—that's what—that's generally what happens anyway. You Paul. did that, didn't you? Yeah, you—you you yeah. you get three or four days off. You just don't go and swanny about and don't do anything. You might take one day, and then the rest of the days just make sure you're ticking over, and keeping your fitness levels at, at, at tip-top in tip-top condition. Do you think they're looking fitter now? I know it's too easy to say that. Oh, new no, manager. I just look. Think they look more organised, and I—I I, I don't. A lot of people keep getting into this fitness thing, and. And I know the manager's mentioned that that he's on them in terms of their levels of, of fitness. I just think they look more organised. They look um, more hungrier on the on the pitch. It looks to me if they understand the formation that's that's put in front of them. Um, so that that's what I kind of see from the Rangers team that I've watched over the past month. Mark, I, I agree with Barry. I'm not just, I, I, you know fitness things a lot of is made of that but I think what Philippe Clement's talking about is um, the amount of injuries they're getting rather than the level of of, of fitness mm-hmm. and see when you're winning you've got an extra spring in your step it looks as though you're fitter mm-hmm. I think that's what I think Barry will know better than me but I don't think there's a, an issue with match fitness over 90 minutes I think it's more about the what the, the root of the the, the manager's not happy with the amount of injuries he'll get so why are you getting them you look he's looking at the medical department the sports science department individual players and um, he's putting a lot of time um, and effort in it because clearly he thinks that's something that needs to be improved upon if you want to speak to Barry or Mark you know the number 0808 17 17 700 
The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Free quotes for solar PV, battery storage and heat pumps. Let's go! Missed somebody at work really badly. Chris, where did he go? You said the, the traffic so well. It definitely seems to be a, a Friday now. It's quieter, Paul, because a lot sure. of people work, working yeah. from home now. So Friday, yeah. see a Monday and a Friday's quieter. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday's a bit, but I quite fancy this travel guy. Give me a shout, let's talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's because we were talking about food. We were. That's, That's right. right. Yeah. That's right. Derek's oh. new place there in Lark Hall, and of course the. We just mentioned the, the new restaurant, restaurant. Chinese yep. Shanghai Oriental. Oh, Others are available. Nice. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> actually, it's the only one there. I'm not, I'm not plugging I it. I was just no, saying I was I in a couple were. of weeks ago, and it was it was lovely. <laughs> Um, I invited you but you declined yeah. oh, not, <laughs> not at all listen I was uh, well, yeah, we Chinese tonight actually yeah. Chinese takeaway yeah. yeah I know Jimmy tonight, yeah. and Wanta they used to be our neighbours the Chans Wanta and uh, the whole family they were brilliant they lived next door to us in Bodpole so moving on from that you can tell it's international week so <laughs> we're, let's be honest we're looking forward to getting back to the domestic uh, stuff it was great that Scotland drew last night but what do we say now? And uh, we're looking forward to Sunday night and Haaland's not going to be... Well, we don't, don't know th- for sure. I don't sure. think he'll be yeah. there. See, Norway will touch down um, tomorrow. They'll yep. have the press or the media conference um, tomorrow. But um, no, I wouldn't... Uh, uh, was it Stanley Solbach as the manager? I wouldn't expect um, them to, uh, to, to have uh, Haaland. I think Man City will be wanting him wrapped in cotton wool ahead of their game against Liverpool next weekend that's a belt of course it certainly is that's the big mm. talking point down south it doesn't affect us here just now there's nobody the financial fair play who has um, breached it but the Barry we were talking about we were listening mm. to Jimmy Carricker on Sky yep. and listen it's quite complicated the whole thing but they thought they were going to get more money when Richarlison was sold to yeah Tottenham. I was listening to Jimmy yeah. Carricker and I've, I've got to be honest I, I agree with him I, th- I thought it was harsh the 10 point deduction I mm. thought maybe a a suspended points deduction and a large fine would have been sufficient, yeah. but they went down that route. That's took them from where were the mid table away down to into the, the the bottom three. And um, yeah, I, I thought it was I thought it was harsh on Everton. If I'm been uh, completely honest, it is, isn't it? It's a huge amount of money. I heard Simon Jordan; he was very good on it this morning as well about mm. it. Uh, but obviously, Chelsea and Man City uh, might be worried as well. Yeah, well, I mean. Everton Paul one charge against them, yeah. found guilty, ten point deduction for, you know, something that's about twenty. I know twenty million quid's a lot of money, but in the grand scheme of things, down the road, but seemingly they were, they were wanting to bring that in midway through last season, Paul, yeah, that ten point deduction, and they couldn't get it. Uh, they couldn't get it over the line, so that that would have taken Everton down um, last year. Uh, Man City one hundred and fifteen charges against them, which they are fighting, and Chelsea the investigations ongoing, so not really sure. Um, what rules if any that Chelsea um, have broken but for Everton it's a so one the only thing I'd say Paul I think Luton and and, and Sheffield United mm-hmm. I think are for me they're certs to go, to go. I mean, yeah, I, mean I, think sure. they'll, I think they'll yeah. be detached by the end of February and then you could probably go any one um, from four um, Bournemouth apart maybe. from that yeah, yeah Bournemouth could get dragged in Wolves will get a, get a good result that maybe they could get dragged in. Everton would just need to be uh, be careful, but yep. I um, I think Luton and, and Sheffield United will go. It's a huge amount of money in the English game, but you wonder with Man City, they've got so many cases to answer, but it could be tied up for, it could be for months, for years maybe, Barry. I saw you mentioned when you came in, FIFA have got a new deal and with Saudi Arabia, and it's a huge amount of money that's going to be coming in. Mark, you told us about it, you broke the news, Barry and I were uh, jaws dropped. 
Is it a hundred million pounds? Supposedly, yeah, uh, yeah. with a, a Saudi Arabian um, company, an eleven-year contract, Paul, which you know um, just by chance takes up to the twenty thirty-four. World Cup, which probably Saudi Arabia is going to get right. because of the only the only but show in town. That's right. There's no deal. Uh, Australia yeah. pulled out. Who do you think uh, might get that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, a uh, hundred million a year for for eleven years. So become one of FIFA's official partners. It's it's just scary money. That's a scary amount of money. Silly money, Barry. Um, and when you look at the league over there just now, we know the players who are there, but the crowds are still, what, 900 or whatever? That must be, no matter how much money you've been paid, mm-hmm. I mean, to go, say, you're Jordan Henderson, so last season, 55, 60,000 at Anfield. That that must be the toughest thing yeah. for the, the players that have went over there. Yeah. Um, you want to play in, in front of massive crowds. Um, I think it was Steven Gerrard's team a few weeks back. The crowd was 700. Um, and even for Steven Gerrard it must be he must be looking about and thinking but I, I'm never going to have a pop at players or, or managers or coaches who decide to go out there in terms of what they're getting offered Paul because it, it's life changing yeah. um, and it's a it's a small world it's a short career sorry should I say in terms of for players um, but yeah it's a, it's a strange one I don't know it's, it's going to be interesting to see how long this goes on for how is it going to be similar to what China was like a number of years back when they were throwing all sorts of money at players and, and managers but yeah to go over there and that that's the thing as a footballer that I would struggle because you as a player you want to play in front of crowds yeah. the place is jam packed there's all sorts sure. going on in the, in the stands that's the thing that I would certainly struggle with and I'm sure the players that have moved over there that's the thing that will be um probably frustrating them it's generational changing of lives isn't it because yeah, the players are minted anyway they're on yeah. whatever 100 to 300 grand um, a week mm-hmm. in England the top players Yeah. but the money there is just off the scale but professionally I, I understand it if you're over 30 but mm. for the younger players who are there and just missing that buzz mm. and the development but, well I think you know you, you mentioned Jordan Henderson who's I don't know was he maybe 33, 34 maybe yeah. older than yeah. that and you talk about look the bottom line is it, it'll be soul destroying. Yeah. You're Steven Gerrard, Jordan Henderson, whoever you are, mm. soul destroying. And then you'll see your wages drop into your account on a Friday and that'll give you a wee lift. Do you think you get every week? <laughs> so but, but that, that's the bottom line. You know, they're, they're going there for money. So so what do they do? I think it'll keep going because there, there appears, when I mean, you look at what they're doing with the boxing um, just now oh. as well. So, um, but, but you can't buy fans. You know, you can't buy fans and force them to come into your stadium. So, what I'd be interested to know, Paul, what is the kind of what does Saudi Arabia think that they're going to peak at? Are they going to get up to even 10,000 at most games? I don't know if that's going to be doable. And for the players that go out there, Paul, and coaches and managers, to get the benefit of, 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 of the tax, whatever way it all works, you need to stay there for two years. You can't just nip back after six months and say, well, that's it. You know what I mean? I've, I've made myself 12, 12 million quid in six months. I'm coming back. You need to stay there. Uh, for two years, two seasons, so they're in it uh, for the long haul. But um, look, I get it, it's life-changing money. If that's what they want to do, then go for it. But in terms of the 90 minutes on a Saturday or whenever it is they play, it must be absolutely soul-destroying. Yeah. 
Jordan Henderson stays about 45 minutes away so he goes out of Saudi stays elsewhere yeah, they go across. and drives in and out yeah. Bahrain is it they go yeah, yeah, Bahrain yeah. Yeah, yeah they do and of course on that today is one of the stories Jota well they're saying he's regretting his summer transfer from Celtic to Al Itihad 25 million and that's obviously the case because he's not playing so there's a new head coach there Marcello Gallardo he's prepared to allow the 24 year old winger to go on loan in January and that would be great news for him I would imagine I mean if you're his accountant you'll have to work out what it means but but you would wouldn't you yeah. because of the tact well, I mean, I know. so how does it all yeah, work you I know, don't do, know. does he need to yeah. stay in Saudi are you allowed yeah. to go and loan to another Saudi Arabian club I Steven don't know Stephen Gerrard try to get him right, so maybe yeah. that's that's what might happen then yeah. so Jota could be playing under him great picture today in social media of your old boss along with the ex-Celtic boss Alec McLeish there with uh, oh, Ange yeah, Postacoglu yeah. great yeah. picture wasn't it the two yeah, of them yeah it was yeah. a good picture um yeah, I was with uh, a former manager a few weeks back. Mm. He was looking well, had a good laugh, um, a couple of glasses of wine. He's he's looking well, and that was a a nice picture that James, the producer, sent in with Costa Cogla. For sure, I'm sure he gave him a wee nudge, <laughs> a wee dig <laughs> in the ribs. <laughs> no, but listen, Costa Cogla. I mean, what a what a job. I know the last few results have yeah. not been ideal mm. for him, but. You look at the injuries he, he suffered and the, the players that he's missing, but since he's been down there, he's been a revelation, hasn't he? Let's be honest. He has been. The fans love him, don't they? Yeah. Now, I know it's all yeah. about results and things, but even when they lost those uh, last couple of games, they were down to nine men, of course, against mm -hmm. Chelsea, but he's got he's a bit special, isn't he? He's got something. Yeah, Paul, he's going in there taking Spurs by the scruff of the neck. He's revitalised the football club. The Spurs supporters are looking forward to going to see their team play. It's not been great in terms of results the past 10 days. But that was always going to happen. You know, they were never going to go, you know, 38, 40 games, whatever it is, um, without a couple of blips. So it, it probably comes at a nice time in terms of just reminding the hierarchy at the club. We've got a right chance of being top four, a real good chance. Um, do they see themselves as title contenders? I don't know, but certainly top four. They need reinforcements in January, and that's where Daniel Levy is to get together with the recruitment department and Ange Postecoglou and, and go and bring themselves in two or three. Uh, proper uh, players to, to, that could be first team ready and if they do that we'll be top four all day long Barry what are you thinking it's been a week where we've talked about players who might come to Scotland Livramento was mentioned we know the you know the Harvey Barnes has been mentioned the latest one yesterday was Anthony Gordon at Newcastle now he's English but his grandfather grandparents yeah and I was yeah. watching Gareth Southgate presser yesterday and that was one of the questions mm -hmm. why he wasn't in England squad because obviously yeah. his form's been brilliant for, for Newcastle and he says he's he's close to being in the squad mm -hmm. so obviously Gareth Southgate knows that Scotland are, are sniffing about yeah. so don't be surprised if he's in the the next um, England squad but listen we've got to look I, I don't mind that if they've got grandparents mm -hmm. or, or whatever that can get them qualified to play with, with Scotland and the players that you mentioned Harvey Barnes brilliant player for Leicester went to Newcastle and obviously Anthony Gordon um, came to Newcastle from Everton and when I've watched Newcastle he certainly stood out like a sore thumb certainly has he would be good wouldn't he Anthony Gordon if yeah. he played for Scotland but if England come in well listen nation, who, yeah. I wouldn't rule out I'm being drafted in after tonight's game against Malta uh, for their next game yeah. you know a couple of people drop out that's what usually happens and I wouldn't be surprised just to, to, to kill that one off uh, from England's point of view that they draft Anthony right. Gordon in mm. Is it the same Anthony Gordon that was in Coronation Street? Remember Tony Gordon? No. Do you remember him? No. You don't. 
It certainly is a fine Yeah, he sure is. Yeah, Crofty's on, you're sacked. No, he's been on saying, great radio, we'll be live from there next week on The Breakfast Show. So I think, Barry, it's to do with the traffic and travel, which you've started something with the breakfast team. Yeah, listen, I, I thought Wednesday, I, I yeah. think the one at 20 past six, I, that was your best yet. I thought it was right. really good. No, but, no, we're, we're chatting about Rochelle, she's great. Isn't she? She does it so well. Yeah, I mean, she is. Shell's a professional. Exactly. Let's be honest. She is indeed. The rest that do it are amateurs. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> no, you're getting better. 08, 08, 17, 17, 700 if you mm. want to talk about traffic and travel. But we prefer you talk about what about Scotland uh, last night, 2 2 against Georgia and Sunday evening, 7 45. It's a strange time, isn't it? I know, but, but Hamden will be jumping. Oh, oh, honestly, yeah. the Tatan yeah. Army really looking forward to it. First home game since yeah. we. Simply, uh, you know, uh, got the qualification over the line uh, last month. There'll be a proper uh, party atmosphere on Sunday night. The news is next, and yet, yes, we're back. Global Eco Energy sell and install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial, and public sector customers. With access to a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage, air source heat pumps, and eco garden makeovers, we offer a bespoke service tailored to your exact needs. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global-eco.co.uk. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Reduce your energy bills with the latest renewable energy products. Let's go! Into the weekend and we're looking forward to it on Sunday evening. It's Norway who are in town looking forward to that. Barry Ferguson is looking forward to it, as is Mark Guidi. And on the line, a big Scotland fan, Stephen Reside is on. Good evening, Stephen. How are we doing, guys? You all right? Yeah, good. Better after the last, uh, well, three minutes into injury time. What did you feel last night? What did you make of it? I actually think it's quite a good result, considering the yeah. amount of players that we got out injured. We've got yeah. obviously Robertson, Tierney, Angus Gunn is injured as well. Um, so there's a lot of players missing. Uh, for his last night uh, a lot of key players particularly Robertson and Tierney with how we usually like to set up the only one thing mm-hmm. that I would have did was stick Lauren Shankland on early, earlier because right. it just wasn't sticking for me with London Dykes up front and I've been saying for weeks now that I think he deserves to start for Scotland because Dykes and Adams they chip in with odd goal here or there yeah. but I think I look at the type of striker that Lauren Shankland is if the ball's coming into the box He's an absolute predator in the box. He scores goals for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, and I think that would be the same in a Scotland jersey. Mark, what would you say? Shankland, on there. I mean, yeah, you can see the, you can see the point. I think what Lon Shankland um, from last night, getting that goal and the and the, the header, um, a big moment, and, and he's taking it. Is that you can rely on him? You know, that's been a real. I, I, I didn't have any kind of doubt about him. Um, but I think what what you've got to do is it's there's six months to go before the squad's selected a lot can happen so Lon Shanklin needs to keep it going Shea Adams needs to keep um, a bit of form yeah. uh, with Southampton Lyndon Dykes at, at QPR um, you've got Kevin Nisbet um, at Millwall um, as well you've got Ross Stewart to come wow. back I've who's just coming him. back at yeah. Southampton he, he's moved to Southampton as well I think didn't he for Sunderland so there, there, there's a handful of guys which is great for Steve Clark the bottom line is There'll be no sentiment, Paul. When you're choosing that squad, there's squad of 23, three goalies, and you've got 20 outfield players. I think we could probably all name 18 players that will definitely go. 
and then I think that there's a is Shankland one of them? At the moment, no, I wouldn't have him as a as a as a certainty, but I wouldn't have any of those stri- strikers. I think it will be down to form uh, Barry in the next six months. So I think there's like a centre forwards place up for grabs and, and a central defender up for for grabs. But apart from that, I, I think I think eighteen Steve in Steve Clark's mind, eighteen out of twenty are certs. Barry, what would you say should we have started with Lauren Shanklin last night? No, I didn't expect him to start, Paul, because obviously get drafted in with Shea Adams, been out injured. Um, but I agree with Stephen. I thought he maybe have come on 65, 70 minutes because um, the ball wasn't holding up when it went up top to, to Lyndon Dykes. But listen, he kept with Lyndon Dykes. He made the change at the right time, Paul. And listen, he, he got the equaliser. But I think Sunday, I think you will see Lauren Shanklin start the game. I do. I think he'll start to go and show that he's good enough to, to go to the Euros I, I think he's good enough I don't know if he'll, he'll start um, but I think uh, you've got to be looking at taking somebody like Lauren Shanklin to, to Germany no doubt about it and Did I've just seen there going off yeah. you asked about uh, McCausland he started he started right so yeah, they I were just had a look there yeah. goal down uh, against Finland what a season he's having well the past few weeks at Rangers Stephen what about somebody that's under the radar a lot Kenny McLean you know we, we don't talk about him too often but he well what did you feel last night when he came on yeah I thought, I thought he did okay when he came on yeah and, and I think that you're right with the point that you make about Kenny McLean there we always talk about him in midfielders and Louis Ferguson or John McGinn Scott McTominay we mentioned these guys before we maybe mention Kenny McLean, but I think you need to think about Kenny McLean's done. And Scott, he's come up with some really important goals for this. I think he scored the winning penalty in the shootout against um, the Israel in, in the semi-final. And then he, the, the goal that he scored in Norway is the goal that I'm adamant completely. That ensured their place in Germany, that goal, the way they, way they turned that game round. So... He's, he's capable of coming up with big moments. He's maybe not someone that you would you would look at right away, but it just shows you the strength uh, of the squad that we do have there. Uh, do you know what? It's a great point because see had we'd only drawn that game that night in Oslo, we would be in 14 points and Norway would be in 11. So it would be all we play sure. for wow. on, on, on yeah. Sunday night. It would have been, it would have yeah. been a knife edge. Um, so we'd be getting that game only needing a draw, obviously, but you know, so, um, and they would have got Haaland fit for Sunday. Oof, there's no know. doubt he'd be available. He'd have been yeah. ava- available. So, but yeah, Kenny McLean, what he's 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 low maintenance. Mm-hmm. He, he gets it. He's not going to take Callum McGregor's place. He's not going to take John McGinn or Scott McTominay or whatever. But he knows it, and Steve Clark knows he'll never moan. Even if it's for five minutes, he'll come on. And that and and, and Stephen's right. The goal in Oslo, absolutely priceless and delighted for Kenny. McLean, he's just had a, he's had a solid career from St Mirren to Aberdeen to Norwich City. Yeah. Um, never complains, knows what he's all about, and uh, he will be uh, barring injury. He'll be on the plane to Germany next summer, rightly so. He's never let Scotland down. Let's be honest, and that's the reason why he's always in the squads, and he's always if there's going to be changes made in midfield, he's always one of the first that that, that comes on, um, and he's a good player, Kenny McLean. Yeah. He can handle the ball, good left peg. Um, I've always thought he was he was good, and and as Mark says there, he's uh, he's had a good career. But for me, he'll certainly be on the uh, on the plane to Germany. Stephen, you'll be there. I take it Sunday night. Yeah, I'll be there yep. Sunday. I'm actually going to hospitality, so I'm in with the big wigs on Sunday. Uh, so it, listen, uh, you, I'm looking forward to that. You're big time now. Is it your thirtieth soon? Yeah, 
Right about now? My 30th in a couple of weeks. couple of weeks' time. I'm not quite certain yet. I'm clinging on to my 20s still. Hang, hanging on. Um, I thought that was a big one. Yeah, I can remember back. Honestly, I found 30 such a big number. What changes would you have for Sunday night? A long time ago. It's, uh, <laughs> no, it's longer than that. <laughs> Stephen. You're looking well. Right, thank you. Stephen, there might be a few bursts in here, I'm telling you. <laughs> if I had any sway whatsoever. No, Stephen, what would you do? If you and the manager... What would your team be, I, roughly? Yeah. I, I've not got a full team here for you, um, but I would start Warren Shankland. Yeah. Uh, definitely. And I'd quite like to see Josh Doig get in the game. Mm-hmm. I don't think Greg Taylor had the best of games on Sunday. Um, so, it's Sunday, Thursday, sorry. Yep. Um, so, I, I, I'd give um, Josh Doig an opportunity to, to, to start on, on Sunday night. I don't know if he was in your team, Barry, that you yeah, gave. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. you know what Greg, Taylor yeah. can do yeah. if Andy Robertson's out you know Greg Taylor's the one that naturally would um, maybe come in for him um, so I, I thought he would have started Josh Doig and it's not if he's inexperienced yet in terms of international games but he's playing week in week out in Serie A yeah. um, so yeah but I, I would I would like to see him given the opportunity um, or to be given the opportunity on Sunday and Stephen you're a big Motherwell fan as well what about the goalkeeping position we're missing Angus Gunn, aren't we? Well, what would you do for Sunday? Would would Liam yeah, Kelly? I'd keep Xander Clark in goals. I don't think Liam Kelly's in the best of form at the minute. Yeah. Um, been a couple of goals that we've conceded. There was particularly, I think, a one against Kilmarnock where yeah. I think he's got to do better. Um, he kind of pans it out and at the middle of his goal, he should catch it. Um, and and my one my one issue with Liam Kelly um, is that he, he doesn't really command his area enough for me. And I just look at how we've defended set pieces this season. I think if you had a goalkeeper that could come off his line and, and come and take the ball, um, it would relieve a bit of pressure on that defence that isn't really confident. Obviously, I'm referring to Motherwell here, but sure. no, yeah. I, I, I would um, stick with Xander Clark on Sunday. And it pains me to say it because I do think Wayne Kelly is a great short stopper, but I think there's another element in the game that I'm missing for me. It's not a vintage season for him. Mark wants to ask you about Motherwell. What are you feeling? We know where you stand now on the table. Livy on the bottom along with Ross County in 10, St. Johnson on 11, Aberdeen and Motherwell on 12. You never thought you were going to be here, Stephen, at this point, did you? No, no, particularly not with the start of the season we had. I think we get 10 points for the first four games. And I think since then we've only picked up two. So, that shows you the kind of a run of form we've been on. But I'm not at the point when I'm saying sack Stuart Kettlewell at the minute. I mean, we need to win. He completely transformed the side. Yep. Completely transformed the side. I think the run of form that we went on between when he came in up until Hearts this season was, was outstanding. I think he'd only lost something with two games. And I think that's maybe been a bit of his undoing. The fact that there's been so many wins in a block followed by so many defeats with us. If they were scattered out and spread about, I don't think anybody would be talking about him getting the sack. I do think he will get it right. Um, we just need to, to give him a wee bit of time because we've got Celtic coming up after the yeah. after the break. So it doesn't, it doesn't get any easier. But going into that game against Dundee at home the week mm. after this, it's absolutely huge. That's cr- and of course they're on form. Mark, what are you thinking mid-term now for Motherwell? to start winning games Paul yeah. you know there, there's Ross County there's a, a man, well that's the second third manager away actually yeah. Michael Beale's away uh, Stephen McLean was away and um, and now Malky McKay uh, Ross County nine games without a win 
Um, so you know, you look at Livy's form, you you look at Motherwell's form. They need to start winning games. They know that you know managers um, are the daft. You know, they, they know it's a results-driven business. And if you are you know hovering around that bottom three, because other clubs will be looking, look at St Johnston brought in Craig Levine. Yeah. You know, whatever it be. So they need to go and start winning games. But Stuart Kettle will certainly get something about him. I don't think Motherwell will be. Um, in any danger but they all can't win games Paul yeah. you know Barry Robson Aberdeen they start w- winning more games Ross County whoever they go for there's a new manager they need to go and get it in and get it sorted quickly Livingston David Martindale's made a change to the backroom staff he's brought in Brian Rice um, full time beside them so they all start to see wee things and, and they know we need to get out of this sooner rather than later Barry what are you thinking of Motherwell? Uh, if you asked me to start to see I was very impressed from them they're obviously in a horrendous run at this moment in time um, I think they're good enough to get out of it I do good news this week with young Lennon Miller yep. as well Fantastic. signing a, yep. a long term contract uh, I know the reason why they've probably done that and it's yep. good business because obviously there'll be a lot of suitors after mm-hmm. him but I do when I look at Motherwell I think they'll be they'll be okay from relegation and Stephen Mika Beareth how good is he the loanee from Arsenal and you've got him back now in scoring He's been good for us, but I think I'm a bit, a wee bit, a wee bit of a gripe. Sorry if I can get my words out. Um, <laughs> that join the club. We're maybe not getting, we're maybe not getting as much service to him right. as 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 what he needs. There's a lot of balls being played direct and anti channels. I think he needs the ball at the feet um, so that he can work his magic. Something to run on to. I mean, you look at you look at his um, goal against Hibs. That was. Absolute magic, and yeah. then he comes up with the goods against St Johnson. So he needs, he needs the service. Just unfortunately, we've stopped creating chances. Whereas when he was out, there was chances getting created left, right, and centre. And now we're, we're we're leaking them at the back as well. And I think Mark makes a great point. There's loads of teams that need a win, and I think that's reflected in how tight the league is still. I mean, we went up a place after Aberdeen get beat six 0 and we've no one in, in games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. It's uh, where's the Dundee game? It's at Fort Park. Right, oh, that's absolutely huge, Barry. That's like a cup final, isn't it? It will be, and yeah. and Dundee are. I know. Are doing really well at this moment in time. I worried they've recruited for... really well. Yeah, I'm, I... really, I'm really. I think they've recruited amazing. You know, Owen Beck, the boy on loan for Liverpool, the guy back at Yoko up front, and Scott Tiffany yeah. can't even get in the, in the starting eleven. <laughs> so they've got a really good squad. I, I'm and, worried um, about think, them. When obviously think, watching the I Rangers game, I think Doherty's um, done it right. Where he's worked under McInnes for for such a long time, and I think he's timed it perfectly going into management. Yep, Barry. It's Stephen, you finished? Yep, yep. 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 Ready to go, yep. To- Tony, yep. Tony Doherty. Yeah, I think yep. they've. I, I worried about them after right. the Rangers game, but listen, that shows you the character they've got. And it shows you how good a manager he is, um, Tony Doak. Because um, he was a good coach under Dell for many a years. But that, that'll be a hard one um, when they come to, to play Muddle. But their first game, at, they're at home against Hibernian, is it, next week, next Saturday. Um, but I've been impressed with them. Um, they were one of my favourites to, to really struggle this year. But credit to Tony Doak and his recruitment. Um, and they're a decent team, Dundee. To step up from being assistant for so long up to the yeah. number one position, it doesn't often work, does it? No, no, it's certainly wasn't so far yeah. uh, for Tony Dock. And, and it, what, he, what he did, Paul, you talk about recruitment. He recruited Bell as for his his, his right hand man, and Stuart Taylor, who's got wonderful experience, you know, down south and um, up here, somebody can trust, you know, to to, to be beside him. Um, 
And what what you know, when you look at the clubs, Paul, they kind of target um, ten points a, a, a quarter. You know, every nine ten games, are looking to get ten points, and then the quicker you get to thirty five, the better. You can almost breathe a, a sigh of relief. So when teams start getting closer to that twenty points mark, and you're still only on. 12 to 14 that's when the, that's when the panic signs kind of start that's when boardrooms start getting twitchy as we've seen already at the bottom of the table with St Johnston uh, and with Ross County um, and I wish Malky Mackay all the best he's a top manager and you know what that's another thing as well that would make me twitchy if I'm a manager that's struggling just now because Malky Mackay's on the market yeah. and Malky Mackay's a top manager Stephen what's your scoreline on Sunday night we know we're through we know we're second top that's probably where we'll finish because Spain winning last night but what do you reckon what do you expect on Sunday sounds a weird statement I wouldn't mind if we get beat because Paul Free's looking a better pot to be in than pot 2 at the minute uh-huh. but I do think that on the other side of the coin it is important that you go to these tournaments with a bit of confidence so hopefully we can get a win I think um, I'll go for Scotland 2 Norway 1 Barry what do you think yeah same I think the atmosphere is going to be absolutely electric. Mark mentioned it earlier on in the, the, the programme, being at home, final group game. Yep, yeah, I, I think we'll win the game. Mark, what do you reckon? Yeah, I think it'll be, uh, you know, we, we've got nothing to play for, but lots to play for. No, we have got nothing to play for. I think we'll win 2 1. What date's your birthday, Stephen? 2nd of December. 2nd of December, day before me. Yeah. Well, we'll talk to you hopefully before then. I'm sure the guys will be... We'll have a whip round for Stephen who joined us a few months ago here. So we got that off your bucket list. You've got a long way to go yep. at 30. Well, you're 29 at the moment, I know. Stephen, thanks a million. Enjoy Sunday night. Thanks, guys. Enjoy your weekend. Cheers. Thank you, Stephen Reside, calling there. I see Aberdeen have cancelled a small number of tickets for the Fireplay Fireplay Cup final with Rangers. You saw that, Barry? Yeah, I've seen that. They're they're worried that Rangers fans get a hold of the the tickets. Yep, I've seen that. Yeah, they're saying they were forced to act after placing uh, the tickets on public sale, saying some Rangers fans had snapped up the seats. Uh, Alan Burroughs has issued a statement saying it's a small number of tickets they were bought uh, without a significant buying history so they'll now be torn up those ones I take it they'll be refunded remaining tickets from the club's allocation have still to go on sale it just shows you it's not big enough is it the National Stadium isn't big enough for these occasions that yeah what, what is it 50 51 or something 50, yeah, yeah. yeah. about that yeah no it's not uh, I agree it, it, Paul in an ideal world it would be, about, be, be bigger for, for cup finals yeah. for semi-final even for our own Scotland National team yeah. now, we, we could comfortably go to between 60 and 70,000, yeah. no problem. Yep, Celtic Park 61,000. Rangers, do you think it is going to get bigger, Barry? They're looking at it just now uh, for planning to get Ibrox. down to finance, yeah. Oh, oh, Rangers. The Rangers, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, they're, they're looking yeah. at that, yep. Um, yeah, again, it will come down to finances how much it's it's going to actually cost, but I think that's a real, uh, real early stages, Paul. And I hear people say about Murrayfield, no, we're not having that, that's the, the rugby ground. Football. I'm not going there. No, no of course. Glasgow. I'm listening to a great stadium and all that. It's a rugby st- stadium and they're brilliant. The kill walk when they go there. It's got, of course, yeah. absolutely. And good on Hunter and Hockey who bailed out Hamden a few years ago. Didn't yeah. want anything it for needed. it. They came in and they bailed it out. Honestly, there's a lot of people needed. saying, oh, let's uh, let's go to Edinburgh. Why would you want see, to go to Edinburgh? See, for, at football? any stage of the thinky, like um, revamp Hamden, yeah. the first thing they've got to do is think about bringing and behind the goal they've got to yeah. they have to see See, like the, you look at the seats played there a number of times and obviously yeah. been there the viewing must be can't be the best 
Yeah, what are you twenty five yards back behind the goals? I think and even yeah. I think it, it could more be more than that. that? Uh, probably. Wow. So if they are yeah. thinking of that, the national stadium, bring it in a wee bit behind the goals. Were you ever there as a boy, Barry, or were you always in the system? No, I was at the old the old yeah. one. Yeah, I played uh-huh. the BP Youth Cup final there. Oh, you played there? Yeah, yeah. I played there. Wow. That was the old stadium. Did you ever go as a Rangers fan? Did your dad ever take yeah, you there? Yeah, or, I was there. Yeah. 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 Do you remember the game? The games oh, going back that. a wee bit. I can't remember yesterday. The old handed. <laughs> See when you think about it, the, the crowds. Yeah, used the to one be. Roy Aitken pulled down Terry Butcher Terry in the Butcher. box. Eighty six. And Derek cup final. took a free kick. Right. Eighty six League Cup final. Well done. That's it. Skull Cup Skull final. Cup. Uh, that was yeah. it. That was cup. I was I was at the match and yeah. Derek took the free kick yeah. and penalty. <laughs> <laughs> The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Reduce your energy bills with the latest renewable energy products. Let's go! Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Just looking at some of the games coming up. There's the SPFL Trust, the Trophy Challenge Cup, quarterfinals, Falkirk, Dundee United. That's at 7.40. And Hamilton against Wraith Rovers, which I take it is 7.45. So, right, yeah. Yep. Yep. Stephen McGinn, I think he's getting close to fitness again, Barry. I think the Falkirk captain will be back soon. Good. Yep. Um, yeah, he'd get the operation. And he was obviously, he's getting to an age where... He's obviously considering doing other things. He's doing a bit of media. He's also in it at men under 16s, which is brilliant to see. Um, but look, listen, play as long as you can and um, hopefully gives it a good go and his knee's fine to continue playing football again. Stephen, having the media have another think. <laughs> no, he's great. His, you missed that. I was saying, he's thinking about the media. No, he's great in here, isn't he? His insight is brilliant. He was on it the other night. Um, what do you fancy on that one? Who do you think? Falkirk at the moment. In terrific form, but that's a huge game tonight. Dundee United. Yep. I suppose it would depend what, what teams John McGlynn goes with and, yep. and, and what team Jim Goodwin goes with. I mean, you, you would fancy Dundee United, yeah. but it's a cup yeah. tie, um, Paul. But a lot of prestige to get to, to the final down in the last four. And Hamilton have got a great track record, haven't they? In it against Wraith Rovers, your team for the title this season. Yeah, um, yeah. I fancy Wraith Rovers to to win that. If I'm being honest. Um, Listen, as Mark says, you want to get to cup finals. Um, I think it'll be a close game, but Wraith Rovers for me, Paul. Not good news for Ross McCausland. We're looking at putting a kilt on it. Northern Ireland are two down now, Barry, mm. against Finland. So it was a long shot good for Good to them, see him get at the yeah. start, but yeah. as well, he was very impressive at the weekend, Paul. Good energy about him, very positive. Um, obviously, get a, a good goal disallowed. Um, got the call up to the national team, and brilliant to see him get his first start. Jim's been on asking both of you who do you think will be the new manager of Ross County now yesterday they were saying it could be Neil Lennon it could be Scott Brown uh, Callum Davidson's been mentioned I find it Callum Davidson yep. yeah. yeah I think Callum would be a good fit for Ross County I think Neil Lennon's ruled himself out I think Neil Lennon more than a 50-50 chance will be the next manager of the Republic of Ireland Stephen Kenny was probably going to um, get the tin tack uh, in yep. the next week or so so that job will be uh, available uh, more than likely so yeah, I think Callum Davidson is a is a is a good fit. And can I just say as well, Paul, that delighted to see Ian McCall back yeah. in football at Clyde. Clyde. Really like Ian McCall. Yeah. He's got a wonderful record as a manager, you know, for guts of twenty years. Um and uh, you know, he takes off the, the club I think sitting bottom of League Two. Yeah. So there's only really kind of one way he can go, but I'm I'm sure he'll he'll get there. He's you look at him in the last five years, what he did at Air United, what he did at Partick Thistle. 
really really good manager knows his stuff that's right people forget about their United yeah. years but he yeah. gave them special times what do you reckon Barry so how's he going to do it Clyde good you, appointment experience yeah. um, and you can't buy experience and certainly Ian McCall's got that Mark's just mentioned but he's done over the last five or six years at both Air United and, and Partick Thistle I was surprised that um, he get let go from Partick Thistle mm. but listen it's football it happens but Clyde I've got um, a guy that knows football inside out and he's got the experience and I'm sure he'll he'll get them off the foot of the table you know Clyde one of the problems is the no Glasgow stadium. club exactly no stadium and of course not well lots of people remember they were Glasgow but it's a long time ago isn't it Shawfield. yeah it's been going on yeah. and on and on and I think that's what frustrates the, the fans Paul um, it's no ideal when you're at Broadwood and then you move to um, New Douglas Park so they'll be desperate to get their, their own stadium but at this moment in time the only thing they need to focus on is getting off the foot of the table and I think they've sure. got the, the right man at the helm Here's Davey on the line Good evening Davey Alright, how are you doing? Yeah good, you've got a travel update I believe <laughs> I have, yes yeah. uh, Old Guns in the M80 gone northwards so there's been an accident by a two back just say I heard you do the travel yeah. now and I thought I'd uh, oh, give you a wee update Right, and where is that? Old Inns Old Inns just north of uh, Cumbermold I know exactly oh, M80 yeah, got yeah, it yeah, yeah, M80 yeah, yeah. thanks David are you a football yeah, fan as well? I am yes who do you fo- what about Scotland first of all last night 2-2 two, two? Oh, disappointing disappointing right. really was but uh, I think I think we done get done with a bit of play acting last night it's just some of the, the, the Georgian players behaviour was terrible to be honest with you but yeah. I'll, go, I'll go abroad this, this is the first game I've missed for a wee while so oh. it's a bit far away going to Georgia but all booked up for Germany next year here we go oh brilliant where are you based where are you going to be based we're going to be based uh, between uh, Dortmund and uh, Dusseldorf. Oh, brilliant. Oh, yeah. brilliant. That'll be great. That'll be great. So, Good on you, David. Yep. That's brilliant, Davy. And do you have a team here at home as well? Oh, it's only once a month. Here's my saying. Oh, brilliant. The, the Saints. <laughs> what, what, I mean, what a season, right? Okay, last weekend, was that down to the sickness bug? I think it was. They, they just looked off the pace the whole game. Uh, for the world going these things I think it was just a bad day at the office as you say the sickness bug uh, seems to have been the problem I would say anyway yeah definitely but uh, Stephen Robinson's got his playing really really well they now happy with the way things are going Barry Saints yeah have been so impressive listen brilliant last year to get into the top six and this year I think they'll finish in the, the top six I think that was a one off last week up at, at Dundee David just mentioned there obviously illness and they've not got the biggest of squads at Munso when they, they lose three or four players they're going to struggle a bit but I, I think they'll be fine this season and they'll finish strongly in the top six and next Saturday as you all know Davey it's a home game against Livingston yep yep and hopefully we might see Bigger Younger back on the bench next week or a, a new signing for us you like him he's, uh, he's quite a presence hasn't he yep certainly is certainly is Barry thinks top, top six for St Mirren. Have you got any doubt, Davy? It's St Mirren. We, we, <laughs> we, we have this uh, thing about blowing it when we... we yep. You're maybe moving again in the traffic. Okay this year yeah. for top six. You're going to be okay, top six. Like, I love the fact, Mark, that your old club, because you know Mark was a goalkeeper there. Maybe we could... Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. 
Did you ever see him? Don't sound too did happy you, about that. Did you, did you have a watch? Reserve League West game, Stevie. Even then, I was on the bench. <laughs> oh, Davey, dear, dear. go on. Oh. The floor is yours because I'm on the floor. <laughs> I've never met anyone who's seen Mark Guidi playing for St Mirren. Oh. But I don't, by the way, I don't have a claim to you. It's your publicist. Oh, I'm dear, only kidding. Dear. No, a, I don't know how far back you go, David, but yep. I was back when it was Campbell Money and, and Les Fridge. Two brilliant, oh, two there's, brilliant there's goalkeepers. Two Absolutely. brilliant goalkeepers. Yep. <laughs> David, you've got a diplomatic <laughs> silence there, so I'm going to move it on. Final question. We love the fact that you're playing in proper pitch, you know, the new Love Street. And it's brilliant, isn't it? You haven't gone down the route of the plastic. He's speechless about you as the goalkeeper. <laughs> right, he's moving in the traffic again. David, we, we do appreciate you calling in there and good luck getting home up past Wait, where all did the you there for 10 minutes? I was on the trap door there. <laughs> I was on the floor thinking here is somebody that's seen Mark in action because I don't know why I do it I'm not trying to be cruel you know I'm not I go he's yeah. been cruel isn't he no, no but you've, you've got Barry Ferguson you know played for Scotland Borussia Dortmund Barcelona Man United no but you played everywhere one of the greatest players and then what did I say about us Mark do you know what I mean Scotland's well, top it's pundit it's better, it's, better, it's better to say nothing than end up on the floor laughing <laughs> <laughs> Davy had a diplomatic oh, sound. Thank you, oh, Davy. Watch great. out if you're heading up the road. <laughs> you, you know the Let us know about the, the travel there. Yeah, I, he did. Yeah, that was good on him. That's yeah. it. He's obviously making the switch and he's joining us. First game us he's missed in a long time for but Scotland. Isn't it brilliant? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah they, they spend see, the money. See the places yeah. these uh, fans and supporters yeah. go to, to support, whether it's their, their national team or their, yeah. their, their club team. Um, <sighs> their dedication is unbelievable. It's amazing. Are we going? Are we going to go? Oh, I've got well, to be there next we summer. We keep pushing it there, but we've got a silence when we... I think executive producer James is working out. I'm sure it'll yeah. happen. Hey, we'll James is already going. I know. We'll, not, we'll be there. Oh, we have to be uh, there. Oh, so you're yeah. already going, is yeah. it? Oh, going. Oh, yeah. I just you look after yourself, James. Yeah, yeah I went... I went to travel <laughs> with the, travel, the travelling army. The tartan army. I was going with Scottish Gas. So I thought, I'm going there, you know, the fat cats and all that. You're sponsors of the Scottish Cup. Yeah, indeed. Well done. Yeah, so that's about up, time with the punters yeah. yeah it's good news what is the news exactly on it Mark that's yeah been, Scottish yeah. Gas new sponsors of the, the Scottish Cup so it's now good. known as the Scottish Gas Scottish Cup and also Paul also sponsoring the, the Women's Scottish Cup so Scottish yeah, Gas brilliant. heavily yeah. invested in the Scottish football um, good on the SFA needed a a, a sponsor oh, in, in, in Scottish Gas it's a fantastic competition to get a hold of you know it's a proper tournament the oldest cup competition mm -hmm. Uh, in the world and it's nice to see a, a, a sponsor yeah, back involved we spoke about yeah. that a few times for the, oh. the Scottish Cup not to have a sponsor it just didn't sit right did it so it's that's not, good that's brilliant news and it's brilliant news that they're also sponsoring the, the women's Scottish Cup that's so fair play to them it's absolutely yeah. fantastic uh, looking forward to the games this coming uh, weekend just looking at the England team they're playing Malta tonight your pals in Phil Foden you love him Jordan Henderson plays Harry Kane um and Rashford's in as well. Barry, does that surprise you? Marcus Rashford, who, he's off the boil at Man United. Yeah, he just doesn't look a happy camper no. at this moment in time at, at Manchester United. Um, but you look at it, listen, no disrespect to Malta, but they should be taking four or five yeah. off them um, tonight, sure. no doubt about it. Yeah. You look at the, and the look bench, at the bench, the, the strength bench. and depth. Honestly, I, I don't know about you guys, but I've got, at the moment, but, I've got England as favourites to win the Euros next summer do you think yeah. yeah you look at the squad yeah. 
But by I have to say, I like Gary Southgate. I mm. really do. What do you like th- about him? I think he just handles himself really well. Um, he's, you know, you look at he's been very, very successful. Yeah. You know, a Euro final, um, semi final, the World Cup didn't quite go to plan there in, in Qatar last year. Mm. But I think the way he handles himself as a person, uh, as an ambassador for football in general, I think he's first class, Paul. Barry, could England? Well, they could win it. They must be one of the favourites for Germany. Yeah, both. yeah. You just look at the starting eleven. You look at the the bench, and you look at the players that have been left out of the squad. So, yeah, they've got to be up there with, with one of the favourites. I played against actually, that's an old man. I played against Gareth Southgate. Did you? Yeah, he was yeah. a good player, wasn't he? That, he was yeah. playoff game Euro mm-hmm. two thousand. Yeah, course. Yeah, he was um, yeah. centre back. Mm-hmm. That's what he played. Yeah, yep. he was a good player. I remember him, Middlesbrough manager then. Aston Villa yeah. as well. He was, uh-huh. he was, a, yeah. he had a, a very good career. But I, I agree with Mark. When you listen to him, he's, he's, uh, he comes across very well. And um, listen, he's got a, a right good team there. And he, he's a huge success yeah. as England manager. Has, yeah. Alice has been on asking Barry, what about this Rangers' new initiative and innovative training exchange with RB Leipzig, sending three young players to the German side to train with them? So. That's just something that's come up. Good experience yep. for young players yep. to go and, and travel ab- uh, abroad to a, a different team. Um, what we've mentioned about our young players, mm-hmm. like I, my nephew Lewis and Hickey and guys like that going um, across to, to Serie A in Italy and sending the, the young boys across to the Germans. Um, well, a brilliant experience yep. for a young player. Um, so, yeah, I, I like to look at that. Few Celtic fans have been on saying, "What about Mikey Johnson?" It's in the papers today. He's hoping to get a run in the Celtic team before January. He'll need to play regularly. He's now in the Ireland squad. Yeah. What do you think for Mikey Johnson? Is it ever going to mean? Uh, he's, he's talking about Liam Scales, obviously, who's yeah. resurrected his career. Could it happen for Mikey Johnson? Well, I think the, the Liam Scales story is obviously inspirational to to, to any footballer that, that's maybe you know struggling to to find his way. Mikey Johnson, I, I, you know. I don't see him beating uh, ever getting ahead of Leila Bada when he's fit or, or, or Palmer um, now or Maida's on, on the other side so um, no, I think Mikey Johnson's a very talented footballer but I, I think to get regular football um, I think he'll need to go elsewhere What do you feel Barry's been around for such a long time Yeah he had a successful loan spell over in, in Portugal Paul um, when he was playing week in, week out and scored a few goals. So I think he's he'll be looking at a, a possibility of moving on because uh, you look at the players that are in front of him at this moment in time, it's going to be dic- uh, difficult for him to, to get into that, that Celtic team. 0808 08, 17 17 700. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Reduce your energy bills with the latest renewable energy products. Let's go! We'll be coming live from the new uh, coffee shop in Lark Hall. The breakfast show will be. And Paul as well, just to because yep. I'm from living East Kilbride. Yes. The Whirlies roundabout closed all weekend from now until until Monday morning. So there'll be a lot of congestion. So avoid it. Avoid it if you can. Avoid it if you can. I saw that last week at yeah. uh, Noah's Football. We suffered so some absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. The Whirlies. You've whirled around there a few and times. I heard Barry. you mention the yeah. Garden Bridge. The road, yes. roadworks are now over, so it's oh. clear. It's all fine. Good. That's what I was hoping was the situation. Anyone else get any tra- <laughs> I can't believe people are phoning in. Any but football the, this the football thing as well. Uh, Sunday night, and of course, oh, the SPFL Trust Trophy tonight, Falkirk Dundee United. Is it's that a, on it's a great game? TV? Is it on the telly? Uh, I think yeah. one of them was is on Al- Alba, yeah. yeah. Al- Alba. Alba, yeah. Alba. 
And the other game as well, you're, I was almost saying beloved Ackies, but your hometown team, Ackies against Wraith Rovers. And it's children in need tonight. Jackie Bird will be on later oh. on. Great piece there in the record. So yeah. good luck to everyone there. It's a Terry Bogan. Uh, of course, yeah. Synonymous yeah. with yeah. it, wasn't he? Yeah. Indeed. Yeah, I worked with him for a wee while in Dublin in a radio really? station yeah. there. Yeah. And he said, oh, can I have a, have a word with you after the board meeting? I said, yeah, Terry Wogan wants to speak to me. Give me a few broadcasting tips that may have helped. <laughs> and he said, oh, I've got a tape here of my son, Alan, and maybe he could be on the radio. I thought he was going to give me some great tips for me. But uh, Did you uh, get his boy on? No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. I don't know how we got into that one. Chris DeBurr was the other guy on the board as well. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love it. The lady in red. <laughs> Is Dan? Do you know what? It's the first cheek week. Cheek. <laughs> it's the first week he's no mentioned Jim White or Ross King. A spaceman oh. came travelling. That was one of his other ones yeah, as well. Yeah, Jim. He did. Did he yeah. mention? In fact, right. Jim White right. this morning yes. said he got interviewed with Terry Wogan's other son, Mark, for a is, podcast. Is right? Yeah, yeah. I heard him talk yeah. about that. Took him to a swanky restaurant yeah. in London yesterday yeah. afternoon. So Jim was right. saying, yeah. yeah, right for some. Uh, talk about his new book. Yeah. Ross actually made a great point the other day. He was on the phone and he said, see these the delays, like five, six minutes because of VAR. Could that be one of the reasons why there's more and more injuries to players? Because And look at the Motherwell game. Remember the other week, Barry? They came out at half-time, game couldn't start because VAR wasn't working. They waited eight minutes. I, I don't know if you've seen... Um, there was an article Neil Warnock um, done. Yep. Um, and he came up with some good uh, points. 30, I've, I've got it here because I was mm -hmm. like, oh, I quite like that. 30 time, a 30 second time limit on right. decisions. Where normally like, uh -huh. some yeah. decisions go three minutes, four yeah. minutes, five minutes. Stop using slow mo replays. Mm -hmm. I, I agree. I, that's the best one out there. So, even all. when a ref goes to check, it's yep. real time, he can only yep. double check it. Yep, yep. it's fair enough. I, I like that. Yep. Um, sorry, it's just went off my phone. But Barry, you're right. Why Must be daylight between attacker yeah. and defender for offside. Allow refs to use common sense, okay. which I think is good. And appoint the independent group of ex players and coaches. I've got to be honest, I yep. agree with every single yeah. one of them. Right. Mark, sounds good. Yeah. Doesn't it common sense? See this slowing it but down. But it's too full of common sense for it to get exactly. past. That's it. That's but the yeah, one, I, the, the real time one, I think. Yep, the best one important. is stop using slow-mo replays. Because yeah. yeah. look at, listen, mm -hmm. for instance, what, what was the latest one? Meida. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh. At, um, of course, I went to go Ma Madrid. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. And the first... Um, Thing the referee sees mm. when he goes over to the TV screen as the still picture yeah, the point oh, impact. Course, that one yeah. yeah and Brendan Rogers pointed that out it's true I think that's great it's common sense it, it should be stopped I, I immediately just saw it. listen yeah. I brought that up I just I seen it the other day and I thought to myself do you know what I agree with every single thing that's good Neil yeah. Warnock said and there's an experienced manager who's been yeah. there and done it um, so yep I agreed with it I thought it was, it was quite it was good to hear and whether you agreed with me or not but it was good to hear Howard Webb yeah. on, now, yeah. by the way I don't think Michael Owen's a guy you should be interviewing him and I think he should have actually a professional uh, media person in there doing it with the greatest respect mm. to Michael Owen but that said it's good to hear yeah. the explanation behind it now he said that there wasn't enough clear evidence to call a foul mm. um, on was it Gabriel uh, when Joe Linton's um, got uh, on yeah, top of the yeah, Newcastle yeah, last yeah, time yeah, yeah. because it was so subjective a lot of people yeah. said oh, it was a foul it wasn't a foul offside it wasn't clear the ball out it wasn't clear so whether you still think it was a foul or the ball was out, at least he's come on and explained yeah. that he's tried to give a bit of clarity. It's probably a week too late, but yeah. that said, mm. at least I've addressed yeah, he's it. He's impressive, Howard Webb. Yeah, he is. Mm. I what like a him. Ref, he must have, what yeah. a ref he yeah. was. 
you ref him a couple of times on the road did he yep. have you yep. games he ref me yep. Aye, very good uh, ref. very approachable as well um, quite like him and obviously I like that he's very straight and honest um, on the, the the show he's got in Sky Sports Mark you know the next question why don't we do it here why do the referees Should. not go on Telly here, yeah. I've got whatever you can go on Should social be, media and go do like football. Come on, support yeah. okay, football clubs, but, but a lot of the times there's, there's, there's private correspondence, a lot of conversations going behind the scenes to clear things up to bring, to bring clarity of managers or, or chief execs have got certain questions. But the football supporters deserve it, mm. Paul. They're paying their money, you know. They, they you know, we're, we're not being patronized, we no. say it. they are the lifeblood yeah. of the game and they deserve explanations about, about their team about decisions they absolutely do and I, and, I, and I don't I think it would be a step in the right direction I'm probably not in favour of referees coming out you know at full time 30 minutes after the, the, the final whistle but certainly on, on a Monday or a Tuesday once you know people have had time to take breath and review things and have conversations with people involved um, I think it should be within uh, the, the rules of our game that there's that there's explanations given under certain circumstances sure. absolutely so what's your thoughts on the I, 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 I like I like all the, the only one I would say is I, I don't like it being stopped for four or five minutes I think maybe 30 seconds might be a wee bit Too quick short. a minute yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. Say, say a minute yeah mm. something like a minute and um, the, 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 the one about real time the only one as well where I, I would have sympathy for referees because you're leaving yourself wide open is, is the daylight thing you know, because what constitutes daylight? Is it a toe? Is it a full boot? Mm. That's the thing where mm -hmm. you could say, oh, that goal, no, I, I agree, that goal, like, I think what was it the Spurs one where they could have gone 2-0 up yeah. against Chelsea, yeah. it literally was a yeah, toenail. So you're saying, so if you give that one, I would rather that one stood, but then where do you draw the line in terms of daylight if, if one doesn't get given? So that, that's subjective, but... Um, I like a lot of that stuff mm. that Warnock's come That's up a with. Great point. Barry, can you think about this one? I'm going to say something else for a moment, but uh, Gary has been on saying, how far will we go in the Euros next summer? How far? Are we going to come out of the group stages? Before that, can I remind you of the Goreo Business Show with Workflow Solutions? Sunday morning, Hunter and Hockey, the special guest this week is Craig Letton, the CEO and owner of MRM Global. It's a marketing technology company exclusively serving the alcohol industry. In the boardroom, Sir Tom and Lord Hockey offer business insight and advice. Um, Barry, are we going to go through for the first time out of the initial group stages? If we have everybody fit and available, I think we've got a good opportunity. Mark? Yeah, I think yep. so. Your 16 nations out of 24 go through. Yeah. And I'm really looking forward to the drop all. A fortnight tomorrow um, in Germany, I think it's Dortmund that takes place. I'm genuinely quite excited yeah, about that to see who Scotland's going to get. It'll be brilliant, won't it? Yep. Really looking forward to it. Any insight where we, we'd rather be? I think every one of the venues is going to be five star. Yeah, I mean, I, I think um, would they play at three different venues or maybe two might yeah. be the same, but. Um, I'm sure they've got a couple of bases lined up um, where they're going to, you know, um, put themselves for the couple of weeks. Um, but I'm re really, really looking forward to it, Paul. Really, get a good feeling. I think this Scotland team can achieve something special. Again, we'll wait and see what the draw is. But I'd really fancy our chances of of getting to the knockout yeah, stages. To, to go through, I think we've got to have everybody available. Yeah. That that's the key. To it. Your Tierneys, your Robertsons, your Hickeys guys like that that are so so important and everybody fit and available Hope that, that, this is Steve Clark's worry now yeah. from now until the end of the season he'll be sitting hoping that all his key players 
are going to be injury free and um, healthy and ready to go in Germany and if that's the case I think we've got every opportunity to get out Is it fair it's going to be 23 rather than 26 on the bus and on the coach and on the plane there It's the same for every nation That's true oh, Yeah sure So yep. listen ideal, enough aye, okay. Ideally I think yep. a manager would like 26 but I agree with Mark 23 should be um, or, sorry it is enough Yeah Mark Dry my eyes and got on with it, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tw- 20 sure. outfield plus three goalies, 20 outfield. Sure. Um, Who's going to break in? Is there anyone could break in from left field? A Ben Doak or somebody? Or is that going to come too soon? No, I, I think Ben Doak's got, okay. if, there's a, if there's a wild mm. card, like I think most managers will say with 20 outfield players that there's probably 16, maybe 17 that if you could put them in a hat, there's always, and I don't mean this in a disrespectful way, but there's always a kind of couple of Passengers are very unlikely that they're going to that they're going to play. You know, they've, yep. they've got a, you know a tried and tested eleven or twelve, four or five solid guys that know they know that they could bring in, and then there's a couple. And I think that I think that Ben Doak has got every chance because I don't think, off the top of my head, I can't think of us having a, an out and out winger. No. You know, somebody can maybe just come on if we if we need to go and score a goal. Last twenty minutes, he takes players on. He's exciting. He, he draws players to him. He can create space elsewhere on the pitch for the striker otherwise so I think Ben Doak has that in his locker so yeah if I had to choose one player Paul the, that might just be a be a surprise and it would be Ben Doak Barry what do you feel? Yeah it's, a, it's going to be a possibility because like, he's, he's round about the Liverpool squads um, and match days so if he gets a bit of game time Paul mm-hmm. um, between now and, and, and Germany um, why not? Because he looks a hell of a talent that's for sure he looks so exciting um, and if he's getting in round about that Liverpool squad that tells you what Klopp thinks of him yeah. and you're talking about a top top manager so Sunday night throw caution to the wind we're through we had a good result last night Barry couple of changes anyway yeah there could be but whatever happens I, I do I'm, I'm just really confident because um, it's going to be absolute electric the atmosphere will be bouncing Hamden absolute bouncing and what the team want to do is send the, the fans away happy after a, a brilliant campaign Paul Mark what do you expect I know I asked you a few minutes ago but yeah. what do you reckon I think Scotland can go and win yep. the game you know um, there'll be a real hunger even though qualification is, is in the bag I think there'll be a hunger to go and finish it on a high you know in front of 50,000 Scotland fans really go and do something a wee bit special Steve Clark and his players can come out and the staff can take a bow at Hamden. They'll do a lap of honour at the end of the game, win, lose or draw. But I think it would certainly, they don't want to do it and certainly in the back of a defeat, Paul. That that would just dampen it a wee bit. Um, so I, I think they'll go and win the game. Uh, Norway are out of it um, and Scotland a wee bit more about them. Yeah. They've got a bit of a grudge, haven't they? Because they felt they were going to beat us. It looked mm. as though they would. Yeah. But that's a while ago, probably. In Haaland, that's the news today. He was injured last night. And, um, I don't well, think he'll be there. I don't think he'll be Hamden on Sunday. No. Listen, have a great weekend. Can I just mention there is young Lauren, one of my granddaughters, on mm. the podium. They are and her gymnastics partner. Yeah, so brilliant. it's sport gym. Isn't that brilliant? Nine years old. Well done. And there she is uh, in a big tournament. So well done, Lauren. There's a tournament. And, uh, yeah, somewhere in the west of Scotland. Right. Uh, so good stuff. Great stuff, isn't it? Whatever you're doing over the weekend, enjoy it, everyone. You good luck to Scotland on Sunday night. We're back, the three of us, on Monday, which is astonishing when you. <laughs> Heard some of it there, no. Are, are, you off to, are we off to Lark Hall now? <laughs> Thanks so much. Yeah. We'll be there next Friday.
news is next <laughs> and we'll see you on Monday at five have a great weekend everyone enjoy the match on Sunday night the Go Radio football show with Global Eco Energy reduce your energy bills with the latest renewable energy products let's go Global Eco Energy sell and install renewable energy products to domestic commercial and public sector customers with access to a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage, air source heat pumps, and eco-garden makeovers, we offer a bespoke service tailored to your exact needs. For a free quote, and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global-eco.co.uk.